Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, some real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by the one and only Rich Lada, and our guest today is Henzo Gracie Black Belt, Sean Williams. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectivesgmail.com, and please like and subscribe so we can keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. You didn't expect that high voice, did you? <laughs> did not. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Rich, you ready to get this thing going? I'm ready. All right, let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective. Exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode every Tuesday. Your day can transform while we So check out our vibe and how we get live. Then do us a solid. Share and subscribe. Would you share it? Would you share it? Would you share it? Working perspectives. All right. On the show today, we have Sean Williams joining us from uh, Henzo Gracie, Nashville, right? Correct. So in the link of this description or in the description of this video and this uh, episode, we're going to have links to Henzo Gracie, Nashville, Sean Williams, BJJ on all the social media platforms and YouTube. Check them out. Really good stuff. Sean, thanks for being here. How are you? Pleasure, man. Thank you. Good, I'm, good. I'm great, man. Thanks for both awesome. for having me. Hey, man. Pleasure to have you. We love doing this. So, okay. So you, we were talking a little bit before, but I want to get a little background on you for everybody. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Northeast Indiana. So just a little bit South of Fort Wayne in the boonies. Oh, so wow. The boonies of Rockford, Indiana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like near out French middle, Lick, right? Literally out <laughs> the middle of nowhere. That's corn, right? That's <laughs> corn. That's corn. That's corn. Man, oh my god, we were, I, I, dude, I've, I've been to like the Poconos and stuff, and even when you're out there and like the boonies, I was like, oh, how, yeah. how do people can live yeah. out here? It's, it's different. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. yeah, but how did so you grew up there and like what kind of sports and stuff were you doing as a kid? So, so I, I liked all sports, but I, I played baseball as a youth. I did soccer, but then really what um became sort of the sport that I excelled in was swimming oh i did right. swimming. well yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i know but i was just too much too short for to be a real world-class swimmer i mean you're not Mike <laughs> I was Capel, say for, the, yeah. for you smaller size too for the area yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's right, right. so oh, yeah I, bunch I, of corn fed out there yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i did them all i played football but swimming was the one that i uh, took to more than anything else nice dude i'll tell you that is no joke swimming uh-huh. Uh-huh. that is a workout and a half man i did zumba yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, that can be challenging. That's it. Yeah. Chris, you remember that one time? Oh, God. You took Sid swimming? Remember that? Oh, oh my, my God. God. You know, he's getting swimming lessons now. Oh, is he really? Yeah. So, uh, Sydney Outlaw, he's, uh, you know him, but fights for Bellator. He was on the show and this was, God, what was this, Rich? 10 years ago? Something like that? Probably longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. He told me he could swim. We get to the pool and then he's like, I said, let me just see it. And it it was horrible. I'm like, no, you're going to drown both of us. Yeah. 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 That's right. I went up to the front desk to get the little, you know, the the swim, the water. And they didn't happen to get over his big ass arms because they're meant for little kids. He's like, I can do it without it. I don't need. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> so we went back to the pool and uh, you know, I was like, no, nah, we're not, we're not going any further than up to your waist that we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, you know, Rocky swam. Yeah, yeah right. Sure. He learned Rocky, swim. Yeah. Rocky three. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, he's learning to swim yes, now. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I, I will tell you because uh, swimming. So, a uh, little known fact: if you're not a swimmer, uh, that when you swim, one of the the main benefits from swimming is your lung capacity oh. grows. So what, why is that? Because you're breathing out through resistance. So if, if you're not a swimmer, what you do is you inhale when you turn to the side or when you, I had to swim butterfly. That was, that was my, uh, yeah. that was horrible. But um, when you breathe, you're breathing in the air, right? When you put your head down, you are now exhaling to get ready for your next breath. Oh. So you exhale the entire time when your head is in the water. Yeah. So water is resistance. So imagine you're like this you have to exhale through that so, so you're what exhaling you, into the water in, yeah. through resistance so the water is your resistance that's why people don't realize that i didn't know that so, wow. so when you're bre- yeah. swimming and you're breathing that's resistance and then you're gonna that's resistance the water is your resistance like a training mask yeah. yeah yeah so so that's people don't realize that that's why the lung capacity of swimmers is humongous yeah because you're breathing through that helps you out with your entire yeah yeah oh that helps you with everything he's got it right very little known fact but that's why you're lung capacity we're finding a lot of uh ufc athletes bellator athletes are all learning to swim now yeah you go to the y and you got the 80 year old guy (laughs) doing laps and buzzing by you do one and you're like oh yeah yeah. that's right yeah that's right besides the muscular endurance that it builds like that's the main benefit of of swimming and my body type i'm a sinker yeah, like the more muscle you have, you, you yes, you got to keep moving. Yeah. You can't. And Sid ran into that too. Apparently, just even too like um for some reason of a- ethnicity, they say higher mu- muscle, higher dense bone. Yeah. You want to sink. Yeah, you know. Yeah, your body type ideal, Matt. Right. I mean, not saying anything. Mine's no, no, no. The sure. excess hair. I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Got a lot of we get rid of this hair. hair. When I, I'll excess tell you, body hair. I'll tell you this. When we were, when I was fighting, we would, you know, before weigh-ins, I wouldn't. I, you, they make you shave your. I, I'm not gonna lie. Under, yeah. under your box. Under, under this, oh, under this sweater, I got another sweater. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they would make you shave your butt, like your body hair, especially when, like, in when we fought in the cage, I had to shave my body hair, and it was a half a pound. When yeah, I wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, I was like, he took off this shirt and the and the uh, at that athletic commissioner here in Pennsylvania, Greg Sir, just went. Yeah. Oh my God. I I always just say you got to be the first one in your family walking up right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even know. I'm like, I have no idea. He's like, he needs to get that. He's got to get rid of that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they worry about the infection yeah. and stuff like okay. that. Ringworm being yeah. hidden from it. Right. Yeah. So makes sense. But yeah, he you can tell he's never seen nothing like that. <laughs> he's half Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My wife is like immune to it now, but at first she's like, well, Are you fucking gorilla or something? Yeah. Like, hey, you know, man, I am a couple of these suckers yeah. in the back there. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> so okay. So like you're saying, you know, back then you're doing swimming, concentrating on that. And then did you go to college or? I did. I just went to uh, a, a branch of uh, Indiana and Purdue University just because I had no idea what I was going to do right, right. Um, with myself. And then I went to a school in upstate New York in Cortland. Oh, uh, yeah. New York. Sticking yep. in the boonies. Yep. All right. And, uh, and then that's when I saw that Henzo, I actually was at Cortland when I went home for fall break. I saw Henzo fight on TV uh in what, the world what Combat year is this that was 95 okay i stepped on ben spiker's head oh, and uh and then i was like whoa you know i don't know what i'm doing but this looks like i should do this more yeah I've seen ufc before but if but that sort of gave me a little bit of oh his intensity yeah 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 man that's different crazy. intensity yeah. than hoist right yeah 100 and i you know i did karate when i was 12 mm -hmm. like a little blend of karate and mm -hmm. um and uh he fought a lot different and yeah. i was like that looks cool i need to think i need to and then i saw him he was opening a school so yeah he was a, yeah after that i was in new york city I, more of attacking right yeah you yeah. got to see so hoist reminded me of more of a counter wrestler mm -hmm. or a counter puncher yeah. mm -hmm. and then you got to see henzo more of that's an right. offensive fighter that's right and that's yeah. kind of when you're a young guy no. you're like oh yeah that's yeah. what i'm talking charged about. up yeah. yeah let's go 100 yeah. so okay so so you came back home you saw the you saw the fight you're like this is for me and then you knew you were going back to new york and he and henzo had the gym in new york yeah right? like shortly after i think in, the, in near the this summer uh i had a black belt magazine because you know there's no and they had an ad in the magazine so so i said oh new york city hmm Maybe I should go visit there. So I visited there that summer of '96. Okay, met him. Yeah, he's, of course he's an, an amazing human being. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then I I switched schools and moved to New York City to go to college. Just or to train jujitsu and go to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nice. it. You lived right up there in the city, though. No, and so for for the first bit, I lived in Staten Island. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because so I was from Indiana. I mean, upstate Cortland is not no different than Indiana. Right, Indiana, right, right. Yeah. So um. I went and visited and I was like terrified from a tiny town. Yeah, I was terrified. Yeah. I'm like, when, when I went my first visit, we stayed in New Jersey. I stayed in New Jersey, took the train across. Cause I was like, I'm not going to drive in this crazy yeah, city. Hell no. And so then I looked at the newspaper, found stat, a place in Staten Island. It was, it was more like home, I guess yeah. you could say. Uh, yeah, I like know. Yeah. <laughs> smell to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suburban, yeah. more suburban. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so right. then, yeah, when I uh, got into school there, and and uh, then commuted to New York every day. And you, you just did the train. Just did the the the, the bus to the ferry to the train for a long time for two three years, and then I moved to Queens, and then that would be like Queens, okay. and then it was in Queens for a little bit. One little tiny more stint in Staten Island and then in Weehawken. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Island. Yeah, yeah. We what was there. the drive from Staten Island to Henzo's? Did you drive or take I did, the train? I didn't drive. So no. so I took the bus, which okay. was 20 minutes at a ferry. Then the oh, ferry, Right. Then the Staten Island ferry across the water. Okay. And then a train from ferry terminal all the way up to Henzo's. So it was an hour 25 altogether. One so way. it took you as much time as you as me yeah. living here. Exactly. No shit. Yeah, because I was telling him I used yeah. to just go right up to the charcoal diner. Yeah, I did. Which they had um 
couple famous presidents. Clinton was there before, but that was a charcoal diner. Get the bus. And I was a Bieber bus or something like that. You go right to the Port Authority. And then he was right on 37th and 8th, three blocks down. Boom, right there. And you had you had all your, I think, 40th Street was the the Looney Tune house that they would let people out. And my wife would stare at them. I go, don't stare at them. (laughs) They're going to they're going to come over and yeah. then ask you for money yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. she was fascinated by it she's like i can't help it like i'm like oh my god she's right, like, right, right. In the car crash yeah right. yeah Damn. okay so you okay so we've talked i mean we've talked to a bunch of people before i mean maybe not on the show but before where your idea of going into jujitsu what was your initial idea and then what was it actually like when you got there so you know i saw ufc so i've I always thought it was very fascinating because mm-hmm. i did, did martial arts and i was mm-hmm. always like trying to toy around with it i saw henzo's videos before i actually uh knew that he was open to school so that was even more of a reason like well that's the guy i just saw in the video yeah, yeah. I, I should go learn from him yeah, that's right. Correct. Um, and so I knew what it was because I had seen it. And then uh, when I went to do the first class, um, I, I guess it was what I thought it would be. I mean, he it was an, he's an incredible human being. Yeah, He taught great. And we just went at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like a four, six o'clock was a class. We had a six o'clock class. It ended at seven. And then there was rolling around until 10 or 1030. There's a noon class of six class. And Dude. eventually within the first month I was doing unlimited training. So. And how, and how, how old were you when, the, when uh, I was 21? Oh, so, okay. So you could do back to back training then. It's not, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. survival of the fittest. Yeah. Oh my God. And there was no easy. No. It, everyone there was like a dog, like getting at, yeah. but like it was, it wasn't, it's the attitude it is here where it's like, Hey, we're going to train hard, but you, no one's there being an asshole and like wanting to hurt anyone. Right. No, I, it was just, it was just battle. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, yeah. Everybody just won the battle. It wasn't. Yeah. I don't think there were anybody intentionally like, trying. It's just no. battle, no. and I, it was just let's go. Yeah, like very athletic, aggressive. Yeah. You know what they seen on TV. I think That's is right. what they were conveying in the class. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know, obviously you don't have as much technique, so you're a lot more aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, all yeah. of us were kind of at that same point, whereas uh, you had some technique, but you were still kind of owning skills and learning skills. Hundred percent. So of course you're going to go harder because yeah. that's all you know. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? You only know hundred miles. And he encouraged. Enzo encouraged aggression. Like, oh yeah. Guys got to the wall, and I remember guys like standing up on the wall, and he was keep like, going. "No, don't back yeah, off, yeah. and let him come back out." That's finished. Yeah, keep going. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. great though. Yeah. That's, I mean, 100%. you know, that's where the reputation. You can take them into another group of people and be like, yeah. I remember sure. my wife. You seeing a guy get picked up and literally almost dropped on his head. And she's like, that's what I mean. He goes, What are you kidding me? That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like it didn't even register with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we want no I mean, well, there is the, there is the thought, and we've talked about it where people see this and like they're intimidated at first, and they don't realize like it's a community that you're coming into. Yeah. And like there's rules and like, you know, unspoken rules and regulations with everyone that trains here. But when you first started, you know, you're getting into it. Did you have like you're 21, so you could go back to back to back. You're training hard. Did you have any ideas of getting into like, you know, like I know UFC was still young at that point, but any idea of like fighting or anything like that at that time? No. So, I mean, I did it because I saw it as a fighting art and then but but uh, I didn't have any expectations. I just liked I really enjoyed it. So yeah. when I started, 
Uh, it oh, just geek, it was right? naturally. Just no, we had 50, no, 50. No, no, oh, okay, oh, yeah. Okay. Back then, I think yeah. we were the only academy that was doing that much. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. 50 geek, 50% geek, 50% no geek. Yep. Okay. And, um, I, I just, when I started training, I just loved it. I just fell in love with it and mm-hmm. just thought I want to be the best guy that I can be. Yeah. Um, th- there were really no, uh, comp- very few competitions to be yep. done at that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So I just trained. I mean, I was just like, let me just get it as good as I can the at this. The first one yeah, was a grapplers it. quest and it was called, it was called like, what was the crap? New York grapple ground zero or something, or ground, something, something like that. ground zero yeah. something. And then it yeah. went to the grapplers, quest, right. which is Brian Sims. That's right. That's right. And then Nagas came off of that spawned off of that. That's right. Do you and, guys remember when you guys met? Let's see mm-hmm. what, what year did what, what, you come in? Did you come 90, in at the 90, methadone class? Yeah. Yeah. 97. So, yeah. What is the, what is sometime in 97. Yeah, what is the methadone clinic? Or did you come in at Peggy's? Did you come to Peggy's where the with, uh, the, no. the, uh, the Kung Fu school? No. Was so just as he moved from that. Yeah. The 98 ish. Yeah. So he was yeah. the Kung Fu school. And yeah, then yeah. Yeah. He was there for a year or so, right? Yeah, at that. We there yes. for about a year and a half, I think. And then, yeah. yes. So that was like 95 or 96. Yeah. 96. And then 97 is when he opened up at the methadone, methadone like on the fifth floor. Yeah. It's crazy to say that because yeah. none of us knew what that was. Yeah. 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 A, a hot dog stand outside. Yeah. I used to go, don't eat any of the hot dogs because the guy goes over in the car lot in the little alley there and pisses. So, and he doesn't wash hands. So don't eat the hot dogs. They're going to have a wangy taste them. <laughs> so, they got that authentic wiener yeah. taste. Yeah, that's, that's right. Okay. That's it. So I go, do not touch them. Do not touch the pretzels across the street either. Um, yeah, that's an And uh, do not stare at any of the people standing outside that are about ready to fall over. Right? Yeah, that's right. That, something happens with that where they actually don't fall over. But yeah, no. But yeah, I, I, John and I went with Henzo to see that place, uh, and we, th- th- you know, this is like a testament to Henzo's vision. Yes, place, right. Yeah. Because we went, John and I went to see that, and we were just like, "What are you even thinking?" Yeah, it was like right. a, a black box because it was all painted black. Obviously, there was something weird there before in that area it wasn't well kept yeah, yeah. It, the area was uh, the, the building itself was crumbling and the whole suite was pitch black wall, windows painted black and the floor like this and we were like Henzo, what are you floor. even what? talking about and he fixed it up and man that was that, those those were some good days that I mean, was turned into like an epic place where the school really hit Big growth. Yeah. How, how long would yeah. you think it was? I mean, it was still there after 9 11. So that's oh, yeah. 2001. 2002, I think, is when we when moved, moved to the base. 30th, yeah. right? Yeah. What? Right? So, so it was 97. So it was five years. to 2002. Wow. And it probably quadrupled. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he was like he almost forced one to move. Bathroom, his... One bathroom. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was man. like, and try getting in there. <laughs> there was a restroom <laughs> and a locker room. Yeah. yeah. And like I was saying, so the first month that we opened, uh he, he opened it in january and we had no heat for a month no heat or no hot water so we would just jog on the mat to warm it up <laughs> like you guys are saying it's hot in here it's because the body's warm yeah, 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 take yeah. us like 20 minutes we warmed it up like, everybody had to wear socks because the mat was literally like a block of ice yeah but uh they were good days man yeah yeah, yeah. that's it man they're spoiled now right they are yeah yeah so wait you do you know i mean if you were at the first the What's initial twenty seventh Street was it where the, we were? The twenty seventh Street. School. Do you know, like, you must have been like what one of the first hundred people that he had? I would imagine, yeah. yeah. So when I started, I started in October ninety six. There was Matt. Sarah was a blue belt, and there, there were a few blue belts around. Scattered Silver Fox belts. was there too. Silver Fox was there already. Yep. 
So John had started a couple months before. Had hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Looked like Robin Williams. Yep, he did. But uh, he, he did. Death, yeah. Right? So yeah, and uh, he's a pretty big guy too. Yeah. What one of the things that was funny? There, there was only uh, a class pack back then when we first started. So it was four, 300 bucks for 14 classes. So I was a broke kid. And I, so I, I couldn't, I couldn't afford more than twice a week. That was yeah. as much as I could go. Yeah. But when they first started the unlimited, uh, one of our very good buddies, his name is Andrew Owens, an old school guy, um, was that was one of the first groups to start unlimited. So if, if you're doing jujitsu now and you're training two, three days a week, you will not keep up with the people that are doing every week. And it's yeah. okay. Don't, yeah. don't, 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 it, it's, it's a good balance. You got to do what, what you can with the life balance. Yeah. But that's when it really, I was like, Oh my gosh, the more, if you do it like that, you get good at such a crazy rate because we were all relatively the same. And then a month later he was just kicking our butt. Like we didn't know anything. It's pretty fascinating. And then, so then I, everybody jumped on the, the unlimited bandwagon at that point. He used but, to have a uh, Magno, which but, is a cigar box. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. What did he have in this? Event? So Ma little Magno, who was a little kid at the time. And I'm going to tell you 10, 11 years old. Um, this is Henzo's son. That, no, no oh, oh. just a little, a just student. a student. I think yeah. he was just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then Karen would collect the money and count it for him, and then you'd have you'd sign your name, and then you would pay. I think it was twenty five bucks. Yep, and it would go in the pot, and then she would collect that every class or whoever else was up there. Like a Saturday, she would do it. But yep. Magno and I remember one time people put their name on, they didn't pay, and Magno brought the box back, and she looked at it, counted it, and then she started doing this. Yeah. And then she came walking out on the mat. It was a Saturday. And I'm sitting next to Enzo. And he sees it. And she's like, Enzo, stop. Uh, uh, uh. And he's looking at me. No, Karen, it's okay. We'll take care of it at the end. Of the day. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I wanted to crawl into a corner. No. Like, oh, my God. Dude. And he just went like, and she went and she got those people to pay up. Yeah, yeah. it was. They didn't. She yeah. got them off the mat. Yeah. And then they knew then and there that they had to pay when they come. Yeah. Because he. He he's struggling too. He's coming here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Fair is fair. And there was people like that. Oh yeah, there was. They yeah. would come in and steal That's everywhere. and sign up. Hundred percent. Yeah. I managed the school for a little while right in the beginning, and the only thing that I did was make people pay because mm. he was just a he was just a kind hearted yeah. Yeah. person and just loved jujitsu. So he just yeah. whenever people would so and it was it was a game changer I think for him and the school because it really helped. Helped him grow be easier and, 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 and yeah. expand. The people yeah. that had the money that could pay are that, the ones that weren't. It wasn't right. like so many. Yeah. Oh yeah, it wasn't like some kid no, that yeah. was in college and struggling. No, really, people, you know, he would have been over backwards for them. Yeah, it was the ones that had the money that would. That's pay. right. Would he That's do right. so? Rich did this. I know for me, you did it, and you did it for a lot of guys. Where like I, well, I started coming here when I was like, I guess like maybe twenty two, right, something like that. And there would be, I, I, I could only pay in cash because yeah. I didn't have a credit card or anything. Yeah. And I was like, Rich, can I pay in cash? And I pay month. And like, I'd miss a month here, miss a month there. And then I was like, hey, Rich, I don't know what I could do. You know, is there anything? And he's like, yeah, start teaching classes and doing this. Yeah, and course. then we worked it out that way where yeah. it's like, so Henzo would do that too? 100%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Give See, people opportunities yeah, to help in a way. And that would essentially help pay for their membership through whatever. Yeah. You and you, you like, you knew that for me. Yeah. You knew yeah. you were there all the time. Yes. Right? Like, and you're like a good, like, I felt like if you're a positive add to the school. Yes. Yeah. Right. And you're hanging out and you want to, and you're committed and you're learning and you're doing all right. this, then there's nothing wrong with that. No. Right? Like you're giving back in a way. And also it's you're like, always giving. Yeah. You're yeah. always giving back. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's kind of what the culture is, right? Like it, it, it's a it big should be like that. Culture. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the ones that have it that want to just keep taking. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. They don't want to give back. Mm -hmm. And that's why everybody has so much respect for Hanzo. Not only probably one of the best teachers in the world, made jujitsu, like simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But one of the nicest guys and very giving. Yeah. And gives everybody second, third chance. He probably when they even didn't even deserve it. Yeah. But he was taking the shirt off his back when he didn't even have a full yeah. a shirt. Yeah. Jesus. You know? Yeah. So that says it, it honestly, like the like from what everyone said and his reputation in general, Henzo's just like the best guy. Like you told the story what he did on your episode, what he did with Karen and everything. Like he just seems like a great guy, but it really seems like he passes that along to, to, to different schools. Like you would do that at your school, I yeah. assume, and things like that. And one of the things Rich preaches here is that if you're a higher belt, you're not in here to put it out on some guy that is less skilled. You're here to help. Like, yeah, if you want to, if you can sub them, show them how you did it afterwards, right? Or something like that. Yeah. You know, like there's, it's always passing on the information. But so let's go back to it. So you were, you started when you were 21, yep. right? You're at the first school at the, it was at the Kung Fu School? So 27th Street first. Uh, and then we went to the Kung Fu School Man. shortly after I'd that. love to see a list of like the guys that were there and like yeah. where they are now. Yeah. yeah. My teachers were... So when I was there, my that shortly after there was a guy named Vinny there that was a teacher for a short time. Yeah. Um, and then he had to go back to Brazil. But then, you know, oh. then then there was Rodrigo Gracie, yep. Ricardo Almeida, Matt, and Matt Serra. Those were those were my <laughs> yeah. and Hanzo. Hanzo taught every night class. So and Matt and Ricardo probably purple belts. Blue yeah, belts? purple. The, wow. Matt got his purple short about six months after I started, and then Ricardo Rodrigo came uh, to replace Vinny. Was a brown belt, and then Ricardo got his brown belt, and it's just like wow. you know, it's just Rodrigo is great too. Oh yeah. my goodness, yes, yeah, not about... on time, but he was great. Oh, yeah, I loved, I loved all, all, all of them um were exceptional teachers, yep. yeah, and all of them were exceptionally skilled. Wow, that's I mean, even so the method, so it was the Kung Fu School Methadone Clinic, and then where he is now on 30th Street, right? Yeah. Is okay, Clark so from uh, Madison Square Garden, yeah, that, I mean, that's not yeah. a bad spot to be, yeah, now, so, yeah. So, you were so you guys are at the Methadone Clinic, everything's going great there. Do you remember like your you know, your first belt progression when you went from a white belt to a blue or yeah. blue to a purple? Yeah, do you remember like? like what it took to get there was it just coming every day and grinding or did you have like a mindset of like i need to accomplish this to get this my, my only mindset was i want to be the best at this i can be that, mm-hmm. that's what it was and eight, I, 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 yeah. I sacrificed a lot mm-hmm. uh which i would never like if i did it all again i'd do it all again but but that would never be for everyone because i i, I put everything behind i mean everything behind learning jujitsu just because that's what I wanted to do when yeah. I was that age. So I was uh literally training probably six to eight hours a day. Uh, so I I got you must have just been like you got a black belt pretty quick. Yeah, I got my blue belt in six months. But then I was a blue belt for three and a yeah. half years. I got I had some injuries in the middle of that um where i had to just sit and watch um and then i was a purple belt for 11 months i was a brown belt for six so i got my black belt in five years damn that's pretty good but 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 i'm was there from seven and eight seven a.m until 11 p.m i mean yeah like i said i think matt hour wise if you looked at it matt hour wise i don't think it would be any quicker than anyone else hour wise yeah i just did it all in a very yeah yeah, yeah. you're able to yeah okay i see what you're saying like you were there so much that the hours added up that sleep on the mat yeah i did sleep on the mat let, let me tell you a story about the okay go, go. 
Yeah. So one time I'm like, okay, I, I started the 7 a.m. class. Um, there's a guy named Silver Fox that just bugged the living crap out of me. Yeah. And he said, you got to start a 7 a.m. class. Yeah. I'm like, Carl, I'm already here from literally like 11 a.m. until near mid to 11 yeah this is at the methadone clinic this is at the methadone okay clinic. he's like yeah but like I'll, i i'll know i'll grow this this i know i'll grow it i'll know i'll grow it and i'm like <laughs> all right and so i said okay if we start a 7 a.m class on monday was the price like yeah, of course I'm like, okay let's do it yeah. so you know I'm, I, I'm there until 11 o'clock and then i think it's like a winter yeah p.m and just like a, so, wait wait like 7 a.m to 11 p.m yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, one of the days i was like I don't, I'm too tired to go home. I'm just going to sleep here and just teach in the morning. I get up at six. At least I can sleep till six because where I lived, I had to get up at like 4.30 or five. Uh, so I'm like, at least I can sleep till six. I'm just going to sleep on the mats overnight. So I just like lay down. I'm out, right? I feel this little like that. And I get, I look and it's this humongous rat. Oh, oh I mean, it's the methadone clinic, you know, to the hallway, of course, it's just full of whatever. And this guy is like this on my face. And you know, I was like, ah, so they dinner. Thank, uh, thankfully, he was savage. looking at him like he was. Yeah, dinner. I probably would have ate him at that time. You haven't seen the rats up there. Oh, they're huge. He was huge. They're like the size of Ruger. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he was biting my head. He was eating my hair. And so when I woke up, it scared him, and he ran out. I, I let him out down the hallway. He's probably used to seeing so many like dipped yeah. out methadone guys. Well, yeah, he either had them taking the elevator up to the fifth floor. Yeah. Or you had the 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 rats to deal with. I did. I never seen any of them. Yeah. Oh, I've seen the I've story. seen the whack jobs come up on the elevator. Yeah, that's the message. Of good story. Sometimes they would hit the button and go. So from the first to the fifth, all the floors in between, there was nobody Nothing. in the very beginning. But every year, somebody would forget to get off the yeah. sleeping in the elevator, forget to get off on the second floor, and then they would pop just up. Pop up. Oh. Did you ever have that? Yeah, yeah, there yeah. Where they just got out. And not out? not when I was sleeping because I locked the elevator. But but what John and I would be te- we taught the noon class uh, at the methadone class yep. when we took over the noon class, and on a regular basis, I mean they would they would they would just like walk in completely dazed like and confused, and we'd have to walk them back in they grabbed the cash the one time yeah sometimes yeah came in hit the thing and ran back in the yeah yeah there had been a couple of them that woke up on the second floor yeah like take a ride back down we would hit the second button they'd be sleeping (laughs) not from drugs but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i remember sleeping and wake up and then they you know they Aaron screaming one time and henzo heard her in the elevator coming up but they got in the elevator with her yeah and And they were just yeah they were just talking they're trying to talk to her this and she's like <laughs> yeah. He goes. He heard her on the first floor coming up the elevator. Oh. It opened. He quick ran in, grabs her, <laughs> hit the button, threw them back in there, and sent yeah. them back down to the yeah. first floor. Yeah, yeah harmless, for, you know. Yeah, but but if you know, you they know, were odd. Scary, yeah. You yeah. knew there was yeah. you knew there was issues. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even knew what methadone was. He just told me maybe a year or two ago that it was something um, that was on there about um, positive health care, and I just was like. That was, I thought that was always a nice little slogan. It was right on the door. Like, yeah. Positive health care. You just know that was HIV positive, Rich. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that's nice. Positive health care. Yeah. She's from along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. HIV positive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there were some battles done there. That's for sure. Oh, I Don't bet. eat the hot dogs or the pretzels. <laughs> yeah. You learn, you learn that though. So, uh, right now, okay. let's say you're like, you you would end up moving to California though, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, where did you move? So was it New York to California? Was there somewhere? That, in that's correct. New York to California. Okay. So two thousand four. Uh, okay. Well, two thousand five is when I when I moved. I t- I had a conversation with Henzo about it. 
Um, I'm not from New York, so New York was wearing and tearing on me. But yeah, I, um, I had a conversation. I said, what do you think? What what is it? You think this would be a good idea to do it? He's like, I love LA. Let's go get out of school over there. Let's go. We need a West Coast. So I was like, all yeah. right, well, then, yeah, that's it. Then I'm going. So it was it was a whim like that. Yeah. Ser- seriously, there wasn't any thought behind it. It was a whim. And the idea um, was to go over there and open up a school. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, yes. Any connections there at all? No time. No. So a friend of mine was yeah, really. So, so here, here's what happened. A friend of mine was a, a, a kid's uh, movie star. Right. And he was going. So uh, he like, was one like of my Holly students Culkin or something. No, he was on the sandlot. But it, 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 so, yeah. so, so, uh, I, I don't remember, actually. Oh, uh-huh. Maybe have been a bad kid. He turned into be a. All right, maybe not a bad guy. Anyway, anyway, that's a class. Um, oh, one of the he best. was going out there, and he had a buddy that had said, um, "You know, hey, you can have a school in my 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 father's karate school. Like, we're good. We got ten people ready to go. Okay, so so I was like, well, that's which means they that's had cool. Three. Yeah, that's cool. Like <laughs> yeah. that that would at least yeah, at least you got like, somewhere hey, to train, cool. somewhere got, to go. Some yeah. people. I I visited uh, L.A. already, and I was like, well, this is a great place. Yep. You know, didn't really know much about it, but uh, I thought it was a nice weather. So I, I went. Um, on that and when i got there you were correct there were there was nobody so uh-huh. we had a we had a training session at that school uh with this fella and his uh what come to short story is his father had no idea that this guy had said that sure. so when i tried to try to make it happen i went to his dad because there were some frustrations i said well what's going on here i'm I, I need a schedule we can't keep changing it every day and he's like I don't even know who you are. <laughs> so, no. so, uh, like, oh. so I got LA'd from the very beginning, but, but, but luckily enough, um, I had a very good friend, Gene, one of Gene Dunn's childhood oh, yeah. plays, um, had a place in Redondo and oh, nice. wonderful. So I started a program there and then nice. moved into Hollywood where another one of my, uh, friends and students uh, let me basically gave me a school. Oh, wow. And then that had its own craziness um but what how, there band guys usually a lot of band guys out there no this was a mo- another movie guy okay yeah okay. and uh okay. and and uh can you say who it that, is that went no? really very south okay uh, all right. he, he, all i gave right. him a black belt and uh uh n- no it's like I, I can say who it is his yeah. name is sean patrick flannery he was Shut up. yeah really from boondock saint yeah. sean patrick flannery yeah, no, yeah. It's- yeah, so he's he was my student. Yeah, black. You ever seen Boondock yeah. Saints? Yeah. Oh great my movie. god, great, great, great movie. movie. Great movie. Now I'm gonna watch it. Great, yeah, great, great, great movie. Um, Second one, not so much. And uh, yeah, and like to not get all into it, he he really took advantage of what I did, okay. and uh, was a bad ending. It was a bad. Oh, he, he had some very bad things going on in his life, and he thought he misinterpreted. I wanted to expand, so I was like, We're, we got to get out of this. I grew that school from zero people. Uh, up to 120 students, but it was it was literally 2,000 square foot. I mean, oh it was so God. when he when I took it, it was like 1,100 square foot place. Yeah, I doubled yeah. it, and um, because of what was going on with him That's at the really time, small. Then. Yeah, what oh, was going on man. with him at the time? Yeah, uh, I, I I I distanced myself uh, because I didn't I didn't care so much for it. Yeah, um, and then he misinterpreted. I'm I'm planning on moving, so I'm saving up money in the school to get out and get a bigger space. Yeah, and he misinterpreted that as I was gonna like move away. I, I don't know what his thought was, but anyway, boom, bad and horrible right, ending. Right. Yeah, and so then drugs will do that. Yeah, my, it, my this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my 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 new school, which was then called uh, Five Star Martial Arts slash Henzo Gracie Los Angeles, that's when it it happened. All right, and so then it, it was a it was a it was a silver lining and a very poor uh, exchange of time. Usually, how it works. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. it is, and it's it unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate that it that that happens a lot. But I, you know, when you not 
from a business background mm-hmm. and you're dealing with someone that is business savvy, yeah. um, it, it, I think it's, it, you let yourself open to these things. Yep. There's some big trust. You think everything's going to be, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they're, that, they're that, good. That's right. They're, they're good, they're good people. They're good for yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. Uh, it was a mistake I made on my end, but since then I've learned a lot, some very valuable that's, lessons. Hey, that's all part of the business yeah. game. Is, it is. is. It's a lot of learning the hard way. It could be called falling out. Oh, yeah. they had a falling out. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to falling out. So yeah. Not as common as business, not as much as it used to be, but that's right in the early so, stage of everybody jockeying yeah yeah you would see a lot of that that's right yeah that's right so so then that then then the real school came where i had space and and it, and it built and i had a very good following great and, that, people and how, how many years did you like how long do you think that took that was t- i mean that so i had um because you were the out there in 05 yeah said? okay and, and then and i had that for almost five years oh, and wow. then in 2010 is when i opened up the the other one, the new one. And where was that one located? That was in Wilshire Boulevard oh, at Hancock nice. Park. So it was on Wilshire, right where Crenshaw stops at Wilshire. Oh, wow. area called Hancock Park. Nice. And it was a, a beautiful area. And that's where we grew. Oh, man. Yeah. And that's where that's where it got huge. Huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- you know, it's crazy to think yeah. like, and I know, I, I think the one big scare of jujitsu now is that, and I'm not trying to shit on karate, but that it'll turn into like how karate did where yeah. people lost respect for it. But I don't think that's like the way, in, unless it's a, like the branded names, it's gotta, you gotta stick with the branded names. Like those ones will come through because they're all legit. Like I know there's these <laughs> Joe shit, the Ragman schools that are like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That like get like, they're the ones given jujitsu, like jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. From karate to Brazilian jujitsu yeah. or MMA. Yeah. But I think the policing Yes. among the jujitsu community yes. it's pretty good it's yes. pretty good you <laughs> yeah. can be in the middle of nowhere good. and they'll know who you are mm-hmm. yeah and be like what is, is it like a site called bullshit something or other Bullshido, right that's that it that's yeah, it. So, yeah Bullshido. Bullshido. Yeah. we'll call you right out yep. if you're some so, black belt yeah what? yep yep and that's I've seen great people though call it, but it yeah so you have that you know what i mean I, I think it has to do too with the the people who, are, you know, the head of the school, you do what Rich does here, you do what we've done and mm-hmm. you keep people at a high skill set and it's, it's difficult to get your belt. It's not like just, yeah. oh. you show up and you get it, you got to do the work for it. And there's, there's uh requirements and mm-hmm. you're held to a, a responsibility. You got to yeah. take some responsibility hey, yeah. and you got to earn it. Rich, you're a big advocate of that. You've said, and, and you've said this before and over the years, even here where it's like, you know, some people would give belts away to keep people coming. And if you're, but you don't like, you, you really kick back against that. Like, Oh no. If you're not showing up, you're not working, you're not getting shit. That's right. I don't care how long you've been a member here. I don't care how good you are either. Yeah. It's the other way around. It's it's when you keep coming, you get the rank. Not you get the rank to keep coming. Yes. That's where people have it in their head backwards. That's that's when you ask me, like, what did I have in my mind? I had no belts, no nothing Nothing. in my brain. Nothing. Yeah. I I just had, I want to be as as good as I can be at this. And that's it. It'll all take care of itself as long as you're doing what you need to do. Yeah. I think the people that think like that yes it does not work out for them no no because it becomes difficult yeah you're tired you're sore you're getting up the next day to do the same thing you take your 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 driving Mm -hmm. an hour and a half or riding in a bus Mm -hmm. or a train or a subway or whatever Mm -hmm. long trips get out you know even though you're young you're still getting stiff you're kind of getting beat up you know it's a grind but you enjoy it so i was that's the difference between a passion yes and a hobbyist yes you're thinking about how to train. You could have broken bone. Oh, how do I get this cast off the train? A hobbyist 
will think, oh shit, well, yeah, I, I could use a break right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I enjoy it, but the weather's not really that nice. It's cold, you yeah. know, so I don't really want to get out. Yeah. But I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, what's kind of the difference? Perfect example. And we talked about this the other day. We have a guy in this gym, and I want to shout him out. His name is Bruce Talbot, right? Yes. And this, like, there's been people that have been here like, oh, I got a stub toe or bullshit and I don't want to train. When was here today. <laughs> oh, the blonde hair guy. Daniel. Your hand at Daniel yeah. again. Great kid. He had to go. Yeah. Great yeah. kid. So it's his dad that trains with his oh, toe. Nice. Yeah. So his dad had had like major complications and had like life threatening surgery. Had cancer surgery. Yeah. yeah. And had like and then had like complications with this. I don't want to air shit, but had complications with the surgery and where he had to go back like he was on death's door. Yep. Right. And in, he was like maybe two weeks out and he was trying to come back. And we had to be like, hey, you can't come in here. <laughs> right now. Like, like, Bruce, we want you back. But eight or 50. Yeah. 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 Like that old mentality. Oh, trained. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you love it. I yeah, fuck, and he's the, yeah. uh, one of the best guys. And you'll see Daniel's a great kid. And he's just like, I mean, that's the kind of attitude you want. Those yeah. are the guys. I wish I can convey that to the young kids. Oh, my like, God. He just has that everything else. Like he's going through it again right now. Another, mm -hmm. you know, another, yeah, another treatment. Yeah. And uh, like I told his son, hey, he wants to come in and do a private whatever. I'm here for him. Yeah. Whatever he wants Same. to do. Whatever's going to yeah. keep him going. Same. And he's like, he, I told him he he's just got to get himself past the point. But he's going to be in. This is what this is what he wants to get back and yeah. chomping at the bit. To, and like, well, I love too. he's one of the guys we I mean, I wish like I don't know if you uh, we should start doing this. And I think every everyone in Henzo should do this. And then we should make like a social media page of before and afters. Baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Because Bruce came in. He was almost what, 300 pounds. Like, yeah. great, he was a big. He had like a beard. Yeah. Cut. Now he's made it. Yeah. And that's yeah. what helped him get through yeah. some of. Oh, had he not gotten in shape, he even said he's like he doesn't know if he would have survived. Yeah, he probably would have died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You had the same, but you had the same thing when you got sick, right? Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I ended up with uh, pneumonia, and bacterial pneumonia last year. I almost died. All um, fifty pounds, Sean. Best, oh, best, 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 best diet. Wait, 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 like, best diet. But I was on oxygen. I, uh, I, had, I think my oxygen levels went down to like they were in the seventies. They said most people aren't even. Oh yeah, 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 not even. Yeah, close. and I believe me, I was ready to collapse. I could feel it, but I let it. I had it, and um, I I knew that I was probably sick, but I was not testing positive for COVID anymore. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I'm through. Boom, I'm in training. And it was a Friday, and my brother was sitting here. I had two young guys that I did a lesson with, and I would train with them ahead of time. They were young, you know, just like 19, 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. I just toss them around, have fun with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, my brother's like, I've never seen you so exhausted, Rich. You look, face was bright red. Right? Yeah, I felt like I was working on one lung. Yeah. Well, like three days later, I ended up in the hospital. Jeez. And here I was uh, working Whoa. on one lung. Whoa. But that in itself got the pneumonia going. And here they didn't realize I had bacterial pneumonia too. Jeez. So I had pneumonia, then bacterial pneumonia. And so it was like packed. two months. Yeah. Yeah, they gave me a 3% chance of making it. Yeah. Holy cow. I remember the doctor and they said, I'm, I'm probably going to need a lung transplant. And I, I remember the doctor telling me, and I had oxygen tubes. I'm like, okay, so tell me, when do you think I could get back in and train? <laughs> yeah. so like, he He's like, what? Yeah, I just He's like, like I'm he gonna said, you're this. never going to train again, didn't he? Yeah, he said, you're going to need a lung transplant if you do live. And I'm like, okay, so when do you think? Yeah, you yeah. Get to eat? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. to people, yeah. I'll tell you, the, the one phrase that you hear the kids say all the time is built different. 
that's the truth, man. If you're in here and if you're passionate about it and you love it, this stuff changes lives. Yes, it does. It changes lives. Like, yes, look at what it's done for you guys, just you two here, let alone the thousands and maybe millions of people. But like you were just a, a kid, you know, you're in upstate New York doing whatever. You saw this on TV and then it became like a life passion that, you know, you do what you love. You never work a day in your life. Right. Yeah. Now it's like you've never been happier. You got your travel the globe. Down. Travel yeah. the globe. Yeah. And now you're doing, you know, like you did a seminar here today. I mean, it's incredible, like what this can give you. But it's it's the passion that fueled this, yeah, right. And it's the love for it. I mean, that's when you find that you can kind of do anything. But you, that's the kind of people that you find when the 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 new guys talk about uh, the old times at the blue basement. And I go, no, that's a, no, yeah, that's not the old that's time. not the old time. No, <laughs> it would be the kung fu school and then the yeah. the crazy times yeah, at the methadone right. clinic. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean, the that's time. the real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, right. that would be something. That's, right. that's something where, like, I mean, just talking about like the Henzo originals. You know, like, yeah. God, that's a TV show you or movie in itself. Yeah, grew up. Yeah, you're going there, and you got a methadone clinic. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! You're one of the best martial artists yeah. in the world, and you got to fight through that crap. On top of just the the whole scene City. of new york yeah yeah you know what i mean like yeah. i was kind of somewhat used to see like because i was originally from the city i was yeah. originally from yeah. philadelphia rocks for manny onkin with yeah. the holy family yeah so i was kind of used to the city you yeah. know not me uh but yeah, <laughs> yeah you're you, like my backyard was 14 acres of wood yeah <laughs> and my wife was the same way as you were she yeah. was very shocked yeah. you know yeah yeah i got used to it over the years yeah, yeah, coming yeah. up and and doing stuff like she would take trips down to the the you know the, the twin towers when they were there yeah, and yeah. Sh she learned the shop yeah oh like, yeah that's not that that's a, yeah that was a great train day and she's spending money i'm like jesus christ oh uh, <laughs> you, know you give her the card and she comes back and oh, like oh my god bring one of her girlfriends <laughs> oh she just he just got a lot more yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's just in a train oh he'll be fine karen go yeah oh my god ends up Keep her <laughs> we used to have a saying here too like i remember we'd be in here training like in camp right and there'd be like a lot of guys like guys that are still fighting harry was fighting hbo you were in here yeah. ton of guys like eric would be in here sometimes eric Hutch, right and every time we'd be like yo the baddest motherfucker in this place is karen you're like yeah she was oh man but yeah. okay, so okay so what was that shock like initial i know we're backtracking a little bit yes. but yeah so i mean you probably saw what like three buildings over two stories and then you go to yeah or, yeah you yeah, know no, like, yeah it was just it was yeah, it was, it was a good shock. I was, yeah, yeah. And I was excited. To you be, were looking for adventure. Yeah, yeah. It was exciting. I mean, I my first taxi cab, I was white knuckled the whole time. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not cool, man. Like, yeah. So yeah, it's, it was all good. I was, I was, I was excited for it. I, nice. Who was the guy that came from New York? Mark. I think it was from Montreal. He used to come down and do Mark like, Clinton. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mark. Yeah. 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 He would come yeah. from Montreal. Well, come. yeah, like that's what George came down to in the yes. methadone clinics when George St. Pierre came down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What? Like they would. I think Mark brought him down, right? Is that oh, they would make like he would commute to the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. daily, uh, not weekly know. or something. They'd say yeah. like three days. I think it was yeah. like a Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, oh, so he'd come for like a weekend loop, and yeah. okay, yeah, I, and then go. Back. But still, they had nothing. Up there. Yeah, yeah. I remember telling me they they don't have nothing there. Yeah, there was. Look at it now. Mark might have been like when I met him. He was a blue belt. Yeah. But I think eventually he got his purple out. Very good. He was active. I mean, he was fought on some fight cards that I fought on too. Like yeah. he was like very good. Yeah. And he commuted. And I go, man, that's dedication. Yeah. Here's the difference. Yeah. 
Henzo taught, he might he might train in three classes that day that he was there. Yeah. He remembered every freaking thing that was taught. Detail for detail. Yeah. Because he had to. There yeah, was yeah. no, like, I live around the corner. I'm going to catch up yeah. tomorrow. Like, he had to pay attention yeah. and he had to learn. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I found that those guys that traveled the furthest mm -hmm. got the most out of every class. I agree. Because they weren't around the corner. I think when you yeah. live around the corner, you take for granted. 100%. You're like, oh, I'll be tomorrow. back tomorrow. I can, yeah. yeah, I can catch up tomorrow. Yeah. You never catch up. No. Like, you're there yeah. now in that moment. You do it now, right? Yeah. And I just found, like, man, he's taking a lot of information and applying it right away. Yeah. And um, I was fascinated by it. I thought, yeah. wow. But that's, you know, I thought an hour and a half trip, you know, him, hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. He's he's traveling from Montreal. I can't travel from another country. Jesus Christ. I mean, but that's, it's crazy to think, like, back then, I mean, Henzo's was, like, the only spot. Right? Yeah. He, it was, yeah. It, where it was the best spot. Like, yeah. and, you know, people were and just that figured it out, knew that was the place to go. But I mean, and, but there weren't, there were not a lot of other jujitsu schools yeah. in the country at that time or in, in the planet. Fabio yeah. Gorgel, his, I'm trying to think if he had one down there, Alliance somewhere in New York might have been a small mm -hmm. yeah. Alliance yeah. school. There was a couple really yeah, a couple tiny small schools. Mm, you know not that caliber maybe yeah no no nothing no like nah, yeah. but it's crazy to think i would love to see there's got to be like a chart somewhere or something of like just the, like it, you start the nucleuses in new york and then you just see like oh, all the, just like everywhere it's everywhere now. it's Henzo's is a global brand you know i mean oh, yeah. you know like even things where i i mentioned this the other day somebody had asked and i mentioned it that and and i this is how branched out it is you know jim miller right so jim, jim yeah. miller in the ufc is one of the most he is one of the highest submissions uh rates of all of all times well, yeah that's jamie's guy yes you know jamie what i mean Cruz. so so you start thinking about like you don't even know that that's sort of a henzo guy yeah but but, but you just don't realize that so it's it goes way oh i mean if we started jim and dan miller both were with jamie cruz yeah yeah. Jamie Cruz an old black belt from yeah. Henzo's. Yeah. And when you talk about pressure and top position, yeah. oh, like when he was telling you, like with the, when he was telling the with the seminar and he was talking about yeah. like Jamie's top pressure, you didn't want him getting past your yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like his yeah. pressure was unbelievable. It was crazy. Yeah. So it, it, it would get it would be, go very, very far. Just yeah. like if you started to really look at like who is this, who's him, and who did they tip put? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. I'd, yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah. I mean, it's almost like a Impressive. it's like a like a back in the day, if like there's a stigma in boxing of like if you're a philly fighter right it means like like meldrick taylor when he lost to uh julio cesar chavez it's because he didn't take the last round off and he kept battling the last round and they said oh it's because he's a philly fighter he doesn't take rounds off yep. so it's kind of like a badge of honor in a way whereas like if you're a henzo guy it's the same thing that's like a badge of honor where it's like hey man if you win whatever but it's a tough out each time yeah. like these guys like they come trained well they know what they're doing and there's no bullshit and it's i think it's guys like you with your schools that hold that brand up like there's integrity behind the brand yeah. and i think that was that well that was inputted in new york yeah with him initially right yeah 100%. and and you guys both of you carry out to yeah, the schools can, right carry it on He's yeah. i know people that he did not let have schools yeah 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 I and mean, you know without mentioning names yeah, yeah, one yeah. of them man of yeah, remember that conversation. And so he really looked when he was because he knew, like he he maybe he didn't see, or I don't know, I don't want to speak for him, but he had to have an idea when he sees the growth of you guys at the school of the idea for a potential worldwide brand, right? I, so, I, but he knew. I don't know if that to be honest. I mean, no, I just, think you just go what he just wanted to spread the word of jujitsu. I mean, I think so, but I think yeah. he just goes what's going to be a good representative 
not just the brand, the family yes. and, and, and the culture, yes. spread it, get it out there for every, every common day person. Mm-hmm. You know, I would go, it's, you, you want to be good at what you do. You don't have to be the best. You have to be good yeah. at what you do. Yeah. You got to be a good person yes. and you have to be able to communicate with people and reach people. Yes. And I think that goes just as far as being good at what you do. It's kind of a combination of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you lack in one area or another, mm-hmm. it, it might not be something that you want to do. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean you're going to teach and have a school because you might not be able to communicate That's with right. people or, yeah. or touch people in a way. Or like you got to know when someone needs that hand, they need that help. They, they want to do it. They can't afford to do it. You got to open that door and, yes. hey, they're trying. They're a good person. Let, let me open that door. Let them get them in here to train. I can have them clean the mat after class, whatever. Yeah. That's, that's things. You know, I know people are very business-like. They would never do that. They're like, nope, it's business. It's business. And it's not, it's a business, but it's not. Yeah. That's right. And that's the difference. But you have to write, but he, do you think he was like a good judge of character in a way then of like the guys he would let open? Like he has to know like, look, because like you're saying, it's his family name, not just the brand name. It's his name and his family's name. um, I'm going to show him now. He's just a, he's a good person. Yeah, he's a great person. And you can tell he's very, um, he's open about himself. And, um, you know, it's just, I think you feel that when you first meet him. Yeah. You know, I always go, he's probably going to go down as probably the best instruction guy ever as far as yeah. teaching the art. He's probably going to go down as a better person. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah, crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. you're going to go like everyone goes, oh, Henzo is an incredible jujitsu guy, incredible fighter. Even can you imagine even being a better person? That's but that's a, the type of person he is. Yeah, he is. You know, why do you think he has the relationships? I remember someone telling me that they, I, Isaac. Yeah. He met him one time. He goes like five years had passed. And at that time, Isaac wasn't even training with him. He met him in Tampa or something. He said he actually remembered my name. Jesus. Now, that's, that's crazy. Right. That's right? incredible. Yeah. Imagine, imagine people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's just something there. There's something special about him. I can't really put my finger on it, but he makes you feel like you're part of the family before you're even part of the family. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. that's awesome. Man. And I think that he can connect with people in a way that he kind of feels who you are too. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's be. been burnt too. Yeah. 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 You know, he's yeah, had his battles. Yeah, everyone learns right. their lessons. Yeah, right. You know, and sometimes when you're opening yourself up like that, you're, you leave yourself vulnerable. That's mm-hmm. right. What, what did they say? I'd rather have uh, loved and lost. Yeah. That's the same. Well, you're you're going to get burnt out, yeah. when you give yourself like that. It's, yes. It's going to happen and you have to learn from it and you don't have, happen. You, you don't have your defenses that's up right. when you're giving. Right. It's going to happen. True. But that's what makes great people great people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's weathered through all of it, yep. you know? And it seems to he's, he does a great job of building a team around him and things like oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Guys, I think, you know, hey, look, he's he's built, he's had some people around him that he's put in places where they kind of were taking advantage no, of. No, 100%. And you're running out again without games. Of course I You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, but did he have but he had people there like you guys being like, Oh, it's a good day for that guy when he left. I, there's one, I, I'm not, I probably know who you're talking about. Yep. But uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but that, I came looking for that guy. Because no, oh, he burned. I was like, oh, he's not here today. Yesterday, so yeah. you better tell me where he is. He's uh, like, oh, he's not coming back for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good, because yeah. I'll wait on the mats until he comes back. Oh, yeah. Damn. Karen, Karen was my wife. My wife's good at picking people out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't want to be picked out. <laughs> no. Yeah, she could see, you know yeah. what I mean? She, she can smell the bullshit. Yeah. Something women are built with. Yeah. They, no, they yeah. have that. You know Big what time. I mean? Big time. 
So, okay, let's talk about this. So, let's ca- so I guess you were doing some instructing in New York. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot actually. I, I was, uh, so we, John and I started teaching the noon class. When you say Matt, John, John Danaher and I, okay, yeah, okay. We, we, we were colleagues. So, um, we started teaching the noon class as Matt, Sarah, and Rodrigo Gracie opened their school in Long Island. So, okay. And then Matt was coming. They would alternate days, but it was only two days a week. Yeah. So then John and I, uh, Hanzo had John and I start teaching all the noon classes. And then that would mean when he was off fighting, then we would also teach the night classes. So oh, then wow. We, we would sort of be So you had gotten a lot, lot of really point. good experience. A lot of ex- teaching experience. So you had yeah. probably been teaching for a, like several, like a while then, maybe like three or four years. Yes. And then Right. you went to yes. la yeah and that's in 2005 yeah and then how long were you in la for uh i was there for 13 years oh wow yeah. so you 2018 know, then oh. I, I left in 2019 so. okay and then you yeah. and then that's when you came to nashville so, so we went from so so my my wife uh is a fashion photographer so we went from Damn. we went from uh la okay. we, we had our son and and just knew that la was never going to be the place where we were the race family can, can. uh and yep. so we went from la and she got a job in new york um uh, basically a six-month job and we said we'll be there for a year let's just go for a year yeah and then head to nashville um or to see how we like new york nashville was always on the that's where we want to go and loved it oh okay Okay. we had been there and loved it it was closer to on such a come up oh man and so we went to, to New York and Hansel, I'm back. I could teach it again. And then it was this uh, the reality of being in New York with a child. Oh, <laughs> and oh. so he got very, my my son got very sick. He got a horrendously. And, oh and we were just like, uh, my wife looked at me and, and we were in the hospital. He's in ICU for you were in days Brooklyn, right? In Brooklyn. Said, yes. And we just looked at each other. Literally, she, she was like, we're getting out of here. And I, I was literally like, yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. it's not the place for a family. Hell no. And so, yeah, we 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 had we left it in January 2020, right before COVID happened. Holy. So wait, and then shop. you opened the school in Nashville right before COVID. I couldn't because we had a, a seminar and some seminars tours, and so I was gonna. I wanted to wait and get used to the area yep. and go. Hey. I really want to pick the right spot, but I need to know more about Nashville. I sold my LA school, and I need more. Yeah. need to know a lot more. Mm-hmm. And had a had a Costa Rican camp, and then uh, when I came back from that, that that was when it was happening. It was like February uh-huh. 2020. We started hearing like this crazy thing going on yeah, in China, yeah, yeah. and we're like, "What is this? Airlines are closing." And we're yeah. like, "Hmm." So when I got back, of course, that's when everything shut down. So I had to wait mm. until the end of that year. Ah. Oh. I, I opened up a spot where you brought best anyway. Yeah. Really? Yeah, nothing okay. would have been happening. Blessing anyway. in the curse. Yeah. yeah. And, and so then I opened up in a spot that I was. Too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because really... people were giving away. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it did. And so um, and so then that's when I opened uh, Hensel Gracie National. And the end of 2020. And it was like word of mouth because I didn't know. We still didn't know what was going to happen. In yeah. Tennessee, they were kind of like, do whatever you want. But mm-hmm. but we didn't know. No one really knew. So yeah. I kept it. I didn't even. You know, really, this year was the only year I started advertising. I haven't advertised at all since about six months ago. Yeah, but there was no, there was no other jujitsu schools there. Not not in that area. Yeah. They, they have them in Tennessee, of course, but not where I uh, opened. It's crazy. But, there's still spots where there's only you got the whole state, and there might be two jujitsu schools. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you can't. I mean, well, I was just wondering. So okay, 
NPA, PA, wrestling is king, yeah. right? Wrestling is big. This is a big wrestling area here. Yeah. So, Rich, did you kind of, when you opened, did you kind of have the idea of like, hey, this is a wrestling area? Oh, yeah. So, oh, absolutely. But in, in what is, is there any wrestling in Tennessee? There I'll, is. I'll tell you this. When we wrestled out of state, guys, like, it was like a night off. Yeah. Jersey, New York, yeah. Ohio. Yeah. They could go, but that's because they're all neighbors. But, yeah. like, here's the I wrestled, It's like, a hybrid now. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a hybrid now. So Look what, at all the guys from Penn State. And yeah. Those guys just didn't develop their skills now. Mm -hmm. That was 10 years ago when they were younger. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, wait till you see the next group. Oh, yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. A lot of that stuff would have been stood back up. Yeah. Let that go. Oh, I love seeing that. You're seeing the same thing now. It's going to be ridiculous. On the MMA end of it, jujitsu. So you're getting the control, you're getting the pressure. But now you're getting a lot of the finishes are coming from positions that maybe were considered, nah. You know, let's. Let's let's kind of let it go, stand back up, yeah. maybe hold the guy down. Yeah, you know now you're not finding that. No, you know? so I I you see a true hybrid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the effect yeah. that jujitsu has had on wrestling is is can't be said yeah. enough. This like the entire rule set has changed, and like just what you have to like before it had to be conditioning, you had to be strong, you had to have your technique. That's right. Now you have to be like a gymnast. So no, just so here's the here's what I always tell everybody, right? If you take two people and they're equal. In everything, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and they're both incredible athletes. Mm -hmm. If that one person is a little different or does things a little different, not traditional, he's going to be able to take advantage of the other guy. Yeah. Because the other guy expects there's timing and rhythm. So sometimes the more traditional you are, the more clean you are, the easier it is to get your timing and to kind of know what you're going to do. But that's why somebody who's kind of herky jerky, yeah. they have success. Yeah. And they're kind of sloppy. And you're like, how the yeah. frick can they? Yeah. They just can't get their timing. Yes. And you notice it more with stand up, but you're starting to see it now in grappling. Mm -hmm. And it still has a, it's still clean what they're doing, but you're starting to notice it's harder to kind of gauge them mm -hmm. and read them where you know, like, hey, if I move him this way and I do this, I know where his, where he has to go to escape. Mm -hmm. Well, now, when you start adding the, the wrestling hybrid and you're getting this mix, mm -hmm. you're getting people to surprise people because they're moving a little differently and they're getting out of that situation that you didn't think of 10 years ago. Yeah. And that's what I see different. He can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no. That's kind of what I'm saying. And that's big with wrestling. That the, the, the integration of jujitsu, I think that's why. Yeah what's really changing wrestling yes. a lot because now these guys are not afraid to hit, go to their butt or their back yes. yeah. to, to reverse people and one of my co wrestling coaches named rico Ciparelli. oh yeah he, he 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 did that from the very beginning he was a very risky wrestler and and did sumagashi with what they call the rico role yep. but like that was a big thing for him and just having that he trained randy couture he did, yeah. So, so when I moved uh, to LA in 2005, I went to his place twice a week. We, I taught him jujitsu, and he showed me wrestling. So, oh, nice uh, chat. Most incredible, most incredible, incredible secret weapon of the a coach. Guy, yeah. Then he was. I don't know how old he is. He's he is. He always looks young, right? Yeah, he he was could maybe wrestle. ten years yeah. older than me. That wow. guy is one of the most incredible humans as far as skill sets that I've ever yeah. seen in my entire Just life. natural. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I saw him wrestle. Now he was much older. Let's see. He, I, I don't remember how in, in about 06, 07. And this is Couture. 
This is oh. Rico Chipperelli. Oh, okay. It's like Randy Couture's coach. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was him. And there's there's definitely a reason why he was the coach. Like he's yeah. just a very cerebral human being, but yeah. the skills that he had, he I mean, he beat Mark Schultz and and sure. so yeah, they, oh, when they were wow. in their prime after now somebody that. might roast me on this, but this is just because this is what I heard. I mean, he was out, he wasn't even training and he came back. Somebody said, Hey, there's an Olympic trials, and he was like, Oh, really? I guess I'll do them. And he beat Mark Schultz that year. I mean, he, he was a special human being. Wow. And I saw him wrestle one time. Now, I got decent wrestling skills. He gave me, he, he worked with me and amongst of like guys like Warren Stout and all these other guys from Lehigh, yeah. they helped yeah. me a lot. wrestle right up the street. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I had, uh, I had gotten some pretty good wrestling skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't get to his leg. That's how good this guy was. I yeah. saw him wrestle a collegiate champion in 07, a guy that was an NCAA champion. And, yeah. he, and the guy said, well, <laughs> we were at, we were down at his place in R1 and he and I were just drilling because he was, he was getting, getting into fighting. Um, and this guy said to looked at Rico one time was Rico had given me some advice and I looked at Rico and said, you want to wrestle? Uh, I have never seen, I've only seen one other time. A guy put a beating on someone oh. so that this guy didn't look like he even knew how to wrestle. No, 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 no. I'm not and kidding. This guy's coming right off a national. I'm not kidding. Rico Chipotle would have been not what kidding. you see the modern Penn State guys role. Yeah, the exactly. Bo Nickel like, in the yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, can you, how... you can imagine he was black belt level in jujitsu. Yes, um, but he was world world class olympic level at wrestling that's dangerous and and all but also with all of the world class i mean he was black but world class black he mixed just... it and blended it so well yeah. remember i was telling you yeah. with sid what makes him yeah. special yeah. and people have trouble getting his timing is because mm-hmm. he's learned to take those yeah. skills and wrestle in the cage mm-hmm. and all of a sudden even when he was down like where he's at training now they they go and all of a sudden you're defending wrestling and he's on your back choking you yeah and you just have no idea how the, you end up there it, it's yeah that it's a yeah. seamless yeah. it's not like stop go no it's yeah. seamless. seamless and that's what's coming out now yeah. and i yeah. think that's the new yeah you know i'm curious how what, what, how, how that tra- transitions into the gi yeah yeah you know um it's going to be neat i yeah. think you know i think it's years incredible. of entertainment and, yeah. and it's neat to see i it's, think it's you know jujitsu has made wrestling more yeah. popular oh mm-hmm. it has made women's wrestling huge oh Right, huge, big now, and women doing jujitsu now. Yeah, I think it's moved into MMA, Bellator, One FC, UFC, where you're seeing it. It's it's done a lot, and you're seeing a lot of, um, you know, even your 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 old boxing gyms and and um, kickboxing gyms start to blossom from Mm -hmm. you know the over spillage of of athletes coming out and looking to cross train now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, th- I think there's something inherently special about jujitsu that doesn't, it, it, I, I did all kinds, we've all done martial arts and boxing and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. I think there's something a little bit different than when you train that, the, the fact that it's, that you can do it in, in such a way that it, it can be done without being injured. Um, it, I think there's like, just, it's a, it like directly correlates life. So then you can, it, the longevity is better. It can mix better. Yes. It can do more. You does more, yeah, oh, more benefit to you as a human being, even yes. if you're not quite aware of what yeah. it's doing. It does it, and mm-hmm. and uh, 
It's yeah, forever it's evolving. About the original martial arts, right? You're doing a knife hand. Yeah. They're worried about your pinky. Eh, that thing was an eighth of an inch off. You know what I mean? Who gives a freaking shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I that's what I didn't like about traditional martial arts. Yeah. Yes. Did they have their place? Like, yeah, they teach a left, right, balance, coordination, flexibility. Discipline, yeah. All those things that come out of it. Discipline's the last thing you get out of it. But you get all those other benefits, right? Yeah. But jujitsu, you're taking those things and applying them right away. Yeah, yeah. And then you're trying to problem solve yeah, in your head. Yeah, yeah. You can't problem solve when you're not physically doing anything or you're playing yeah. glorified version of, of tag. Yeah. It teaches you. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. Glorified tag teaches you to be able to judge distance yeah. in and out, right. avoid, but it also takes youth and athleticism to be able to do those things. Mm -hmm. If you're a 300 pound man, you don't have that same agility to get in and out and move. Playing tag is probably not going to be good for you. You're no. probably going to be getting cracked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I would say that that particular thing would not work. That, that particular style would not work for him. Jujitsu though. Yeah. Anybody doesn't matter. Can, yeah. You're athletic. You're non-athletic. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can make it work. Even if you're slightly just like if you're like uh, like an amputee oh, or yeah. you know what yeah. I mean, like like the military guys come back yeah. and they can still do it, like the amputees yeah. and things like that. Because one guy with the uh, he was from uh, what Connecticut with the one arm, yeah, yeah. freaking choking people out, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was fighting with it too. He was cracking people. I was like getting hit with an elbow, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. putting people out with that. Yeah. So I I always say that jujitsu makes you better at everything else. Agree. Training for life. You have live problem solving and live feedback. Yeah, you in the moment you become a very good problem solver. Yeah. The only thing that I see is the people, and I see it more with like say the soccer and the wrestling parents. Yeah. They want their kid to get good at jujitsu. <laughs> they want it so bad. Uh, they want to put this much effort in. Uh, Can only make it once a week. He's got six days of soccer or six days of wrestling, and it's like, yeah, but that's not how it works no yeah like no. you you've got to be able to split the time at mm -hmm. least mm -hmm. like it's going to take three days a week yeah consistently over a couple of years to get those benefits and then he's going to have those life benefits yeah but you can't expect oh my kid's going to do one class a week he that's not yeah. going to work you're no. not going to get those benefits that's not going to happen but yeah. they want it because yeah. they want them to become a better wrestler better soccer player mm -hmm. but they only want to put this much effort in it yeah. doesn't work. That's yeah. not life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not At that point, close. I just go stick to what you're yeah. you're doing because yeah. you're not you're not in it. You know, I had an old a dad that was with me years ago that said, "I wish I would have kept my kid. I thought he was going to get bad habits. I thought he was going to get bad habits for wrestling, and now he goes, oh, now he goes. I see it. Yeah, and you know, his kid's an adult yeah. now, but he goes, I just didn't know. This yeah. is normal. This yeah. is normal. You go the older wrestling it. crowd is that they think." That their first reaction is, well, I don't want them on their back. No, no, no. That's not what jujitsu is about. Uh, it's not being, them being on their back. It's not. And no. so that's a very dangerous misconception. If if, if, if if someone's listening to this that is either a parent or a young or a wrestler, young yeah. wrestler coming up, you better be training jujitsu because uh, it's going to make you better. I, I, I every, uh, they all so are now. Speak, you're going to be speak, left behind. Yeah, you're going to be left behind. You're going to be losing to the kids yeah. that are training. That's right. Yeah. Go ahead. Speaking of uh, Warren, my buddy Warren Stout and Dan Heim, they they wrestle these Lehigh wrestlers. Um, when incredible, when, yeah, super good wrestling team, very uh, talented wrestlers. We were in a bar. This was in 2002. I think it was 2001, 2002. Okay, in a bar and. Uh, they had me show Troy Letters and oh, John Trinch. Yeah, Troy Letters and John Trinch. Uh, Troy, come on. And John Trinch? Yeah, Troy, Troy actually used it that year 
on the national championships. He actually used the yeah. Kimura, oh, and it became was, one of his, loved, his his favorite things. He but, used to love but, this this guy. That's here. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would so, do. We were going over in a bar, going over. I was after a some wrestling event. He had a single leg, right? going, yeah. going after. Troy Leonard. Oh, they were he, like, yeah. you guys got to see this. You have we have to learn this kind he of coaches stuff. Coaches at really Penn State. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what's funny? That move. He was big on that move, and his that, wife was that movie. That move's illegal. Well, you know, it's, it's not illegal. Oh, well, it's, it's illegal to take go the arm behind, behind the, back. the back. If you yeah. go through the leg, it's yeah. not illegal. It's if you put the arm in the potentially dangerous situation, which means that you, the arm has to come behind the back. That's you called can a hammer lock. Yeah, yeah, you can use a Kimura, but yeah. you just can't. You have to be well, careful with how you like, use it. No, it got, I guess it was illegal as a takedown. Like there was guys that would do, do if they did like the takedown this way. Yeah, you like, have to be careful how you use. Right. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's if not... you did the takedown and went through the legs, that's one thing. But if you did like, if I grabbed you here and then I yeah, tried take to roll my like, my back. See, like see you later. Of yeah, course. yeah. Of course. We had a guy yeah. just getting put unconscious with a head and arm front. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Big time. A very famous Russian wrestler back in the day, bet one of the best ever. Put. um I think Kevin, uh, Kenny Monday asleep with it and went no behind shit. him and slapped him and woke him up behind him. Because you know, <laughs> they would hang on. Yeah. And, and once this elbow down. gets here, yeah. you got to get that elbow yeah. back. Yeah. I use it. Instead, exactly of, going, instead of going down Anaconda, yeah. I, roll, yeah. I just step on my toes. I walk and put Fantastic. my head there. Yeah. And I just do the pump yeah. and I just keep driving this. And a lot of times they keep driving for the single leg. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. what happens. And they just cinch yeah. it up for you. Flash and then boom. But I didn't even, I did it by accident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. And, and that's fell into it. Yeah, well, it's from training. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. That's jujitsu. Matt you're time. Going, you're like, oh shit. Matt time is. Yeah, no, 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 so squeeze. We are coming close to the top of time. I did want to talk about this a little bit. Like we said, Nashville, uh, Henzo Gracie, Nashville, right? Sean Williams, BJJ on everything. YouTube, Instagram, we'll have links to everything in the description of this. Highly suggest checking out. So at this time, I guess if 05 is when you start, so you've been teaching for like 22 years on. Oh no. Oh, five is when you started in LA. Right. So you've probably been teaching for maybe 26 years, something like that. That total now? Yeah. yeah something yeah. like that. 20. Let's he see. can teach anybody. Yeah. 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 No, that's what everyone said. Like, I asked everybody when, when I was setting up, like, how was seminar? They're like, oh, it was incredible. He was awesome. So you did a yeah. great Every job. Every day in New York, you got different people coming. Oh, and different backgrounds, different languages. Yeah, people from all over. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. people think it's like normal, like around here. You have people that come there from all over the world. Yeah. yeah. And just walk into the school. Yeah. Yeah. Same Plus, in LA, it's, it's, it's such a land. Yeah, oh, yeah, LA, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. And I bet you get a lot of people in yeah. LA. And- are you bilingual? Do you speak other languages? Uh, no, I speak or just a little bit of Portuguese. Okay. And then, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I used to be better than Spanish I am. I keep telling there, myself but... I'm going to. You know, I used to be. I mean, I can understand conversations, but yeah, but uh, I used to be able to speak pretty decently. But that was around oh, it all this. Portuguese, time. Yeah, yeah, I was around it more. I'm not around it. That makes sense. Brazil, Portuguese. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. I think it's tale. Yeah. I got stories, funny stories. Why you just telling funny stories? Yeah. So the first time I went to Brazil was in '99 for the Worlds. I went every year for the Worlds. Okay. And I asked Hanzo, Hanzo, do I need to speak Portuguese to go down there? And he was like, Nah, everybody <laughs> speaks English. So I, I went. No one spoke English. <laughs> the kids but the kids because they learn english because through school with yeah speaking yeah. but no no cab driver Elizabeth, you know yeah, yeah. so i was like uh yeah, yeah note to self note yeah. to self yeah yeah, yeah there was no like fine. that yeah. Yeah. So note to self i started learning it the next year i'm like yeah. i better have some yeah uh, yeah and then- daniel always said he goes if like he said when he was modeling he got he was over in italy yeah and he said, I picked up Italian. Yeah. I, I go, he goes, because you got to eat. You got to right. find a place to sleep. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You have to get rides. You yeah. pick it up real quick. Once you learn one language, you learn another. Yeah. yeah that's right. Like, 
That makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. <laughs> the best time I spent six weeks in Brazil, and by the end of the six weeks, because I had a basic understanding and some basic conversational Portuguese, then I could I was decent when I got back. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you lose it if you don't use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, what happens to me is. It used to be where I could uh, now it sounds fast again. You know what I mean? Because mm. I don't practice. Oh, it used to be you used to be able to Yeah, play. it slows, yeah. slows down. You know, you when yeah. you know what the language it starts to slow down, but now yeah. now it seems like fast again. I have to really pay attention when I didn't use that. Yeah. My uh my wife's Albanian, so my kid is three, but she knows more than I do already, oh, yeah. you know, because she went to an Albanian daycare and it's just right. like just because yeah, exactly. And I love it. I love it. You don't even know. Well, <laughs> I kind of, the only I was like, if I learn, I get to hear what they're talking, they're yeah, saying about me. I'm like, that's, right, that's right. You know what I mean? I want it. So okay, so we are coming close. I want to talk about Henzo Gracie Nashville, right? Yeah. So you've been open for two years yeah, two, a little over two years okay third year now so you know we have a philosophy here in the community here i just want to get your background on like what do you think is the best thing that or what is the best thing jujitsu has done for you right what is your favorite thing about jujitsu and then what do you want to do going forward with your school how would you like to progress that, that, that that's a pretty heavy question i know so because uh, it's a lot it's a lot what, what what it's done for i mean it's really set up my entire life so yeah. I, I as i was saying before yeah. i think i think jujitsu sort of mirrors life you, you see the same challenges on the mat that you yes. face in, in real life yes. if you if you've learned from those uh it helps you navigate life a lot easier yeah. i feel like uh it gave me the ability to deal with people better uh be more patient um not not panic when the shit hits the fan so to speak um because you're in that environment yeah. like you have to navigate through yeah. being squashed by a 300 pound sweating human being yeah. I, think, I think that translates into life just like rich went through the health things i think without that you panic yeah with that you say yeah oh shit what am i gonna do yeah. and how am i gonna get out of this rather than saying this isn't solvable it's i think it gives you the power of this is solvable. this is a problem and i'm gonna yeah. solve this problem and i'm not gonna accept no for an answer yes. because this is the way that we deal with these things and it's normal it's part of every day on the mat you yeah. deal with these things a little baptism um, under fire that's right yeah. so i i feel like that's probably uh one of the best things that it did for me uh, as far as uh, and give you well. mental toughness that's right and as well as developed friendships that are like you you, you see you guys are like, it's like, like a yeah. it's like picking up where you left off yes. matt and i talk matt sarah and i talk about that all the time maybe we don't see each other for several months or whatever it is but as soon as you see each other boom it's instantaneous right back in and i think that and he's is a, a big guy. deal yeah, yeah i think it's a big deal Do you think like friendships I, you get i agree i think too it's like it's, I mean, I don't want to compare it to the military because that's a lot more, di you know, I don't, it's I'm community, not but yeah, it's similar, that, but it's also like, you're going through the shit with your brothers, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Or you're, yeah. you're fat. Cause there's women in there too. So it's like, you guys are, you're going through the shit together. I remember like when we were being camp and there'd be a bunch of us on a card and we're all miserable cutting weight. We're all going through yep. it together. So yeah. I yeah. always feel like there's a bond that's right there. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't, I think that's kind of the same with jujitsu. Like we're all going through it. Like, this is tough. Yeah. Like the rooms, like this is a rough room. You know, like yeah. going through it's tough. I, I think right. what made it unique back then versus now is nobody knew it was going to be this. Like, yeah. So, yeah. so everybody was real. Yeah. Yes. You never knew it was going to be like this. No, so yeah. you weren't trying to be that, 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 that tough guy or yeah. be the dominant person. Yeah. You were just up there training with yep. people that you liked. Yeah. And going hard yeah. and henzo was a great instructor he, right. you know he could have done bjj for dummies that's how <laughs> easy he makes yeah. it right yeah. that's impressive. and um you know i just feel like that in itself because of what it was like back then versus now mm -hmm. 
you know, yeah. made it made it much easier. Not knowing, like, hey, I think if they would have said, hey, it's going to be this, you know, this mega, type of business, yeah. it's going to be mega, blah blah. I think people would have looked at it differently. You would have had a yeah. lot of dirty deals. Yes. You would have had people that weren't. Yes. You know, you wouldn't have had the same foundation. I think it took years. Keeps it pure, right? It kept it pure and that solid foundation of people looking out for each other that Mm -hmm. are in the business from the from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, look out for each other. Yeah, Yeah. and I think that's what I think that's what what it's about. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I couldn't. Yeah, nobody's strong arming their way in. That's right. Plus, too, I feel like like I mean. This place, one of the things I love about this place is like you can leave your resume outside and check your ego at the door because right. that shit does not fly. No, like it, it gets checked. What are yeah. you gonna do? Like there's, I like you need to have a little ego to to to, to, to do it. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta yeah. have some gumption. You gotta have some balls. You yeah. gotta have some gumption. Like, be a dick. Exactly, exactly. Right. You can. Yeah. You can go out there. You got. Hey. You gotta have a little. Like I remember Harry was saying when even when he was in the ring, you're always the boss. Right. When yeah. you're in there, you're always the boss. When you're on the mat, you always want to be the boss. Right. I get that. Right. Like there's that ego. But like if you're a guy come in here and you're a jack son of a bitch and you get subbed by a 95 pound, 65 year old lady, that's just the fucking that's the deal, man. Yeah. You know, like you, you ain't telling your buddies about that. <laughs> it's like you're, you're, you're riding a moped to work. You ain't talking about that. You know, to everybody else, you're on a Harley. <laughs> you're riding a hog. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, okay. And then, uh, Henzo Gracie Nashville, yes. like we said, we'll have links in the description for everything. You know, you had the Hensel Gracie LA, or was it Hensel yeah. Gracie LA? Okay, yeah, yeah, so you had Hensel Gracie LA. What kind of like? Do you have any things that maybe you did, you're doing differently in Nashville with all the experiences you've had that is going to take you into the future? Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I learned from what I did there. Um, it's a different culture. Nashville is a completely different culture um, mm-hmm. than Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a bunch of uh, not had great people in Los Angeles. That's not what I'm saying, but yeah. But I, I feel like we have a very dedicated, hardworking group Luca, that we're, that we're yeah. building up for competitive wise. Oh, nice. Um, and then just doing. Uh, I'm working on creating a little bit more of a lifestyle type brand there. That's going to take a little while, but hey. um, but 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 we're working on it. Um, uh, and so, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some big plans, for Dude, the city. Some big plans. For that's the city. awesome. Man. So, uh, and, 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 and it'll, right it'll mix with the wrestling very well as right. if, if everything goes accordingly. To get to get, I know we skipped over that question before, but there is a wrestling community. There, there is. Okay. There's a big wrestling community. Um, almost In every Nashville. high school has it. Okay. Uh, it's something that I'm really passionate about helping uh, build mm-hmm. um, the city because they do have a, a good wrestling it's it's de- numbers wise yeah um and i'm very passionate about building it up and making it something where when we when a nashville nashvillian comes to 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 pittsburgh to or philly to wrestle yeah. uh, pennsylvania to wrestle that it isn't going to be a okay cakewalk. And, all right so it, it's going to take some time you it's, some it's something that it's actually <laughs> a passion thing. Thing. You guy. that's hey. right it's a passion thing hey um because i understand all the wrestling that i did i know what jujitsu can do for wrestling and so yeah uh, it's going to take some time, but that's that's it's a big goal of mine. I so. would love what how Pennsylvania good? is so strong though because of the oh, youth God, wrestling program. Yes, yeah, that's, yes. So that's where we have a good, and that's the youth. Yeah. Oh, you have a youth. Wrestling oh yeah, group. and See, so we a just, lot of states that don't even that, have it. That's right, that's and the we, we have it now. It's now it's I want to help make it mm-hmm. something 
unique and special and put uh, Tennessee on the map as far as wrestling. That's, that's where you're starting. Yeah. yeah. You ain't starting with take the time. guys that are getting ready to graduate high school. No. Yeah, yeah. You're starting with that's the, right. the, the first graders. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Cabot, Steve Cabot, our, you're, you know yeah. Cabot. He's actually he's at a tournament right now, and he called me before this, and like three of his guys have qualified for youth states, Amazing. youth yeah. wrestling states Amazing. today. Amazing. And that's just now. Like They're still going, so he's probably going to have more. And he took 15 out there, so hopefully a bunch go. But that's for our local team, yeah. North Penn. Three Amazing. out of 15 is incredible. Yeah, yeah. And that was Amazing. just – like, that like he, this was earlier today, so they were still going. So he's probably got more, hopefully, yeah. you know. Amazing. So, so nice. All right. So we are coming to the top of time. Sean, man, thank you so much. This was such a like a blast, right? Yeah, like this fun. is fun. Yeah, you know, you. you know, and I would you know, can't wait. If we would love to have you, if you'd be willing, we'd love to have you back on the show sometime. Perfect. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Awesome. We're gonna back for another seminar. So hey, yeah, good. Hey, we'll do it again then. Yeah. Round two. We'll see where we're at yeah. then. Nice. So okay. Rich, anything you want to say to the Hensler Gracie faithful before we get out of here? Um, no, it was great having Sean up here yeah. today and Really appreciate it. It was a great seminar, Sean. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Pleasure having you. It's yeah. great to be here. Cool. Sean, anything you want to say to uh, everyone listening before we get out of here? No, that's it. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for listening. Hopefully, oh, you guys made it yeah, the whole man. thing. Yeah. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for this, Rich. Thanks again, thanks, as always. Man. So, everyone listening, this has been another episode of the Work and Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, come today by the one and only Rich Lada and Sean Williams, BJJ, Henzo Gracie, Nashville. Links in the description. Check it out. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. The yeah, Amazon on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast. And you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok. The Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectivesgmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, P is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.